0: Welcome to the Hit List. This is a day of retribution. A day of reckoning. They thought that they were going to get away with it. But we got something else for them.
1: Forgive them. They know not what they do. Tight. What makes you think that poking a line won't ever get you swiped? Owls, perched, always observing until they get in flight Ain't no petting animals, dummy, even a leopard's bite So if you feeling froggy nigga, then just bet your life Set the night, settle these differences, pick the pen or knife Cause if you want that gunplay, I'ma make it Sunday Taking you under before you're sent to light Serving sermons while yearning for a much better life Just to be distracted by rappers riding their quest for ice Women, all those liquor, weed in a paradise, Never in your effing life Have you ever heard more passion come from a poor soul system? death of christ so i'll ask before we go further which truth do you use fox news or sojourner bruises for you come with a whole murder if you think of taking chances with the bridge don't burn up i'm a man and i stand by my biz, demanding a shift in the plans that they fix so they can't ever live with the fact that they dick or the fans enamored by hits they tagged in your shit now you scrambling for sense banking on this chance for a hit since the scam seems an actual plan that's legit but it ain't though these niggas is a holes, so the animal comes when I say so. Kid games, turn your dames in the play-doh. Down scorch the earth with my flows, there's no Lalo. So believe when rays hit your face, then your face ghosts. Inspect my method with red razors and grey souls. What I mean? Here's a Wu-Tang's back and that's word to my Wu-Tang tack. Now cut it out with your Tang raps. Can't tap dance on a beat for the street, cause you lost the fuel that's that for me. And I'll gladly wind up in the morgue for it. Pause while I jumped in and fought for it. They don't make no laws for it. If y'all wanna shoot the five, I'ma shoot sixteen and let one two take me to court for it. Check me or fry me or live long for it. Oh.
2: I've been lost in the days and lost in my campaign, yeah. For some days now hey, Had to ditch my whole, whole, yeah. Cause you play around too. Yeah. I just need someone who really stayed down. A goddess with some goddess locks, a goddess.
0: What is up, yo? Give me a second. I'm trying to make sure what the fuck is going on with my stream, bruh. Okay, I think we good. Give me a second. Yo, I think we Gucci. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Mink Show podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I know this is different. (laughs) Y'all have totally lost me to the matrix. I I do apologize. Um, So let's get right into it. This is called exclusivity. And why do I call this episode exclusivity? It is mainly because we are dealing with such a difficult situation especially on my end being that all of my um social media was uh taken down unfortunately i i don't know why but it 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 was <laughs> it was taken down all right so we're recording this podcast today anybody that wants to tune in that's great if not that's great too um i think i lost my my stream for um facebook hold on one second let me Let me edit this because I don't understand why this is not doing that. Okay. So here we go. Um, We're going to talk about, because I did a a bunch of slides about this, because there's a lot of things going on. Um, So here we go. Let's see. The first slide that we have here, don't mind my little one in the background. Um, She's just really excited, has the pre-birthday jitters. Yeah. All right, so let's get into these slides now, shall we? All right, so I have this slide first, basically, Um, my TikTok benefits, a lot of y'all know that I have been casted out of uh, social media for some strange reason. Um, they got me down for impersonation. I, I don't know who I am impersonating. So I am an avatar now. So I would love for them to tell me who I'm impersonating now, being that I have actually created my own avatar. So you guys can't say that I'm impersonating anybody because I am, I am myself. I am me. Okay. So here's what, what, what I found very exciting. When I got kicked off of TikTok, excuse me, when I got kicked off of Twitter and I got kicked off of Instagram, I've literally seen a surge in my music streams and people that are Shazamming my shit. And I know, one Shazam, Minx, really? Uh, yeah, one Shazam, because somebody heard my song and they liked it. And right now, apparently, the song that everybody is feeling is living. And I would have never gotten these streams on Apple from anywhere else but TikTok. So I'm really excited about that. I Oh, wrong one. (laughs) Wrong one. (laughs) Yay, I figured it out. (laughs) I have to label these shits. I'm sorry. All right, so let's continue. Now let's talk about my TikTok engagement for the past seven days. Um, First of all, 16,322 views, you know. That is a lot. That is a lot for someone that is just starting off fresh and, you know, obviously have a video that is circulating and making its rounds. And I'm super hyped about that. Um, But unfortunately, you know, once you go TikTok, you never go back. I can't seem to find a way back to any other social media platform because TikTok is the most simple, right? So my engagement for the past seven days, as you guys can see, you know, it fluctuates. It goes up, it goes down. And mainly it's because TikTok is kind of messing around with the algorithm, but I'm not mad at it. Um, I refuse to be mad at it because sometimes, you know, these these things happen. Okay? So this is for the past seven days. So let's go into the past twenty-eight days. So within the last twenty-eight days, I have gotten over a hundred and twenty thousand video views, um, which is insane. This this is Oh, amazing and we can see that April um, 30th was my high peak and I guess you know I got to be happy with that I-, I can't be mad I mean this is more engagement that I've had with Twitter and Instagram combined in months and we're talking about a couple of days okay so again I'm not saying for you guys to hop on to TikTok but um, TikTok is, is, is definitely a platform that you want to look into because If you're really trying to grow and you're trying to grow, quote unquote, overnight, I don't have any specific uh, hacks for that. Um, The only thing I can say is consistency is key. Consistency is clutch. And if you're not being consistent, then your your accounts won't grow in any way, shape or form. Okay. so I'm excited about this. I really am. And because of me taking my TikToks and sharing it to YouTube Shorts, and we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes, Um, we're going to talk about why people are dodging and jumping ship from going over from TikTok to YouTube Shorts. But as you can see, my engagement within the last uh, 48 hours since I started sharing has been actually going up. Um, It's so weird that one of my videos I did in July of 2011 uh women are evil still getting plays to this day um but these last couple of ones that you guys see why don't i have the look as a mom um i write and produce all my own records these are shorts that i actually updated and i've been telling people about how amazing youtube shorts is and you guys are going to see when i get into that article okay so let's get into the article articles and jewels section (laughs) All right, here we go. What we were just talking about, YouTube Shorts, is the new TikTok competitor. Mm. Competition is everywhere, it seems. So it says YouTube Shorts, the new TikTok competitor. Let's click on that. Um, says after months of testing, because I remember when they were telling people that they were coming out with this and nobody really believed it, um, but but they finally did it. They finally did what they, they said they were gonna do. So it says after months of testing its TikTok um, competitor in India and a limited beta rollout in the States, YouTube is finally launching a YouTube Shorts for everyone in the United States. So you might now be asking yourself, oh my God, is YouTube Shorts? What is YouTube Shorts in the first place? And how do I use it? Well, it's pretty easy once you get the, get the hang of it and it offers yet another way for you to connect with your favorite content creators. Let me enlarge my screen so you guys can see. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay, here we go. So um, so it says YouTube Shorts is basically the platform's attempt to take on TikTok, which is a, high, a hugely popular short form video app. Unlike TikTok, YouTube Shorts is not a standalone service. You won't have to get a YouTube Shorts app in the Apple Store or Google Play because YouTube Shorts um, instead lives within the service main mobile app to use it you just open up your YouTube app and you already have it on your smartphone. And all you have to do is scroll down and add, act like you're getting ready to add a video as a creator. And you will see in the bottom where it says Shorts Beta. Right? So I think that that's pretty dope. Um, so the Shorts button has replaced the Explore tab at the bottom of the screen alongside of Home Subscriptions, Library, and then the Create button. It wasn't difficult for me at all. only thing I have been doing is basically um, sharing my shit. That's pretty much it. I've just been sharing my shit. All right? Let's continue. It says YouTube is about to dole out 100 million to content creators of YouTubes, which I find very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's read this article. Oh, how do you go back? Let's go back one. Sorry guys, I'm still learning this shit. Okay, did I put a? I don't think I put a link here. Did I? Okay, no. All right. So basically, YouTube is about to pay out 100 million to creators, which I personally noticed that a lot of content creators from TikTok have jump shipped, um, jump ship in order to get and take advantage of this. Certain creators, um, on TikTok are a little bit pissed. You know, it's very biased. It's very racist. It's very homophobic and not like you're not going to find that on youtube but i would definitely say you're going to grow a little bit better on youtube than you would tiktok now um because now big content creators are like wow you know you guys are offering x y and z but you know even the content creator fund on tiktok is not very promising you know you have people that are getting their shit taken down you know like the most of us getting their pages taken down um for dumb shit and um you know, it is what it is. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I know it's been a while. Y'all, y'all haven't seen me. <laughs> um, so the, the question is, you know, again, exclusivity, right? Oh, you guys are going to see something real different tonight. You guys are going to see me as my avatar, okay? Because mofos keep saying that I am impersonating myself. Myself. Okay, I can't impersonate myself now, am I? Can I? If if I'm an avatar, right? I and I designed this myself. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you guys about that another time. But anyway, let's get back to it. All right. So there was an issue with broadcasting over to Facebook because fuck Facebook. But anyway, we're on YouTube and we're on uh what used to be periscope because periscope does not exist anymore and we're going to talk about that soon too because i'm a little bit po'd about that all right so let's go to the next one and then we're gonna wind down for a minute okay so this says thank you so much (laughs) um tk tk i'm gonna call you tk thank you so much tk um so this this was a very interesting article that i came across um Is Roblox causing problems for copyright infringement? You know, Roblox of all places, Roblox. So it says how Roblox sparked a chaotic music scene. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm presenting this is because this is going to introduce the conversation about the NFTs, the non-fungible tokens that everybody usually asks me about. And I really can't really provide a lot of solid information because a lot of the information I got was from me. And I can't really impress upon people like that. But anyway, let's talk about it. All right. Now with Roblox, I'm very familiar about their layout of being able, kids are literally designing their own worlds. And that's what I find very interesting. Okay. So with this, it says how Roblox sparked a chaotic music scene. It says players can customize their own worlds on the platform, but many of them illegally upload songs called bypassing audio and some make intense tracks in a new genre called Roblox Core. Yes, <laughs> TK. Yes. Um, NFT stands for uh, non-fungible token, which is a cryptocurrency um, backed in usually Ethereum. Um, and it's pretty dope. It, it, it's, it's pretty dope. It's, it's a dope conversation starter. Um, give me one second. Okay. It's a dope conversation starter. Um, people are, are talking about it because it's new. It's, it's new. It's, um, it's something that's different. A lot of people are not familiar with um, the cryptocurrency uh, of, of being able to turn your music into um, an NFT. And I haven't done, personally, I haven't done NFTs on my music yet, but artwork I have. And that is a process. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that, I promise. All right, so it says, so this kid right here, he's a 15-year-old musician by the name of Odin, um, known as Skull. Longskull, Longskull that, that's a very uh, interesting name. Um, but anywho, uh, and he lives in Paris. So basically, um, he says, I thought it was crazy that people would play my music on Roblox, he says. So here we go with the, um, with the article. It says artists, label heads, and industry schemers know that success in pop today requires racking up plays on TikTok and streaming services. You see, once again, here we go. I said this in a rant yesterday that people thought that I was crazy. Um, people are making music now because it's memeable. It's meme music. It has nothing to do with talent. Your talent, and I mean this in the most nicest way possible, y'all, because I'm not a meanie, and y'all know I'm not a meanie. I'm just a person that, that evaluates and, and studies this shit. It's not about your talent. If you, you can be the most talented person on the planet, and they will not give you a chance unless they can make it a dance or they can make it a meme. So this is where you have to understand. This is where the music business is now. The music business... Is now? Can this be memed? Can this be um, something that can be a viral dance? I don't really hear uh, talent anymore. I hear desperation. That's just that's just me. That's just me, y'all. That's just me. I, I hear desperation in in this 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 wave now. Um, and, and you're right, T.K. The talent is out of the window. You don't need to be talented anymore. If you can just slap on some auto-tune and you get you a nice tight beat off of beat stars, you're good. You're Gucci. You don't have to possess talent. You just have to have a team that is as greedy and hungry as your punk ass. All right. I tell it like it is. And you guys know I tell it like it is. But back to the article, shall we? All right, so it says, there is another unlikely platform that is picking up steam, and that would be Roblox. Roblox is a grand cre- creation engine first released in 2006 that allows players to customize their own sandbox worlds, create mini games on multiplayer servers, and enjoy a second life online as a square-shaped being called Robloxians. Believe it or not, I played a shit with my little one, and it's actually kind of d- 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 dope. I love it. So it says, unlike Minecraft, a game that drops users into a fantastical other world, Roblox's most popular mini games, which we, they call them experiences, are rooted in real life. Now let's come all the way down here. So it says, last year, the platform spawned its own music genre called Roblox Core, which was mostly made by young teenagers. So tunes like Threat by Lou, who is a 13 year old musician who emulates being inside a digital dimension. Yes, I, you are not saying shit. <laughs> a digital dimension where every bass, thud, and synth shake is an enemy you're blowing past. Okay, this, this just sounds like Beat Saber on, on crack. Um, But let's continue. Okay. Where was it? Oh, here we go. All right, so this is an example. You know, these these young artists are creating within worlds songs but what they're doing is that they're they're like kind of putting it in a microwave and compressing it and adding all these digital sounds to it and slowing it down very slow kind of like on a lo-fi based thing because I've heard a couple of these songs and again this one says Lung Skulls uh took uh a song he has a song called Foreign so it's a 15 year old Parisian um, began as an audio maker by bypassing other people's tracks to the game. But since 2020 has been making his own warped rap songs. You didn't hear that wrong. Um, so again, they, they are making memes, musical memes, y'all. And this is what's frightening uh, about music today because it's like, does anybody take this shit seriously at, at all? at all I mean I I would appreciate that we had some serious artistry going on but this is where the wave is okay so that with that I mean I'm not mad at it I just wish that you know the whole sanctity of of being a musician you know I, I just miss people taking the shit seriously you know when you have people that make music just because it's cool it's a fad it's you know the wave it's what everyone is doing. I'm just like, then you're not a musician to me. And and I know that sounds very like fucked up, but you're not a musician to me. If you're not making music from the heart, if you're not making music to help people or to tell your story, then you're just wasting time and you're clouding up the airwaves because some of us want to be heard, not on a famous level, but we just want to be heard And and we just want it to be fair. And that's my take on that. All right. All right, so we're going to get into uh, this slide here. (laughs) Y'all know I love SoundCloud. Um, I think SoundCloud is the most shitted on, slept on platform because everybody is just so obsessed with DistroKid and um, DistroKid is trash. I have never seen exactly TK. That's all they want, money and attention that's it money and attention so i i think people are shitting on um soundcloud and it's 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 kind of dumb like you are shooting yourself in the foot um for an opportunity that you could have but it's like you don't want your friends to laugh at you you know i, I don't want my friends to laugh at me so i'm going to use DistroKid like everybody else well i'm going to tell you i don't use DistroKid. I use SoundCloud to distribute my music because SoundCloud has a distributor, and they also send your music to their third-party services. like for instance, they are affiliated affiliated with Dash Radio. and Dash Radio played my music on the radio. I say, this joke kid could never. They could never. okay? So if you have SoundCloud that allows you to reach um, independent like reach people looking for independent music, why the fuck would you want to use this, your kid? What to spin a wheel on a, a Spotify playlist? Spotify playlists are not it anymore either, OK? This is you guys got to get to the new way of doing things. If you're trying to be famous and you're trying to blow up, then you need to make memeable music. But if you're a person like me and you're clever enough to use your music where it doesn't appear as a meme, but people want to shazam it or people want to, you know what I'm saying? Like you just have to be clever with it. Okay. So let's get into, um, we're going to get into this shit right here. All right. So it says SoundCloud is partnering with Triller on playlist integration so we're going to open this article right here. So here we go from Music Business Worldwide. It says, Music streaming service SoundCloud has partnered with U.S.-based TikTok rival Triller to integrate a SoundCloud curated playlist feature into the short form video platform app. It says, This news follows the launch of other SoundCloud curated programs with platforms, including SiriusXM, Dash Radio, what I just mentioned, and Southern Cross, I'm not even going to attempt that. I'm not even going to attempt that word. But um, well, let's take a look. It says, SoundCloud says that providing this access to Triller's platform will uniquely showcase and support emerging independent artists. And that's the name of the show that my song was actually played on. It was called um, Rising um, Emerging um, Artist Hour. Okay. So, this is the SoundCloud playlist cur- um, curated playlist is located on Triller's music discovery page and will be updated monthly with new tracks selected by music teams that repost SoundCloud's creator services division. Again, something else I just mentioned. Okay. Sound, uh, SoundCloud has a distribution company called repost network. And you know, who's going to be the first person getting dibs on this Triller shit. It's going to be me because I use their distribution. Just like, with Dash Radio, my shit got on there because I use their distribution. Just like how I got my Twitch affiliate through SoundCloud's distribution. You see what I'm saying? Like, again, Distro Kid could never. They could never. And yes, a lot of people use Triller. A lot of people use Triller now. So. I'm not shitting on DistroKid. I'm just a little bit still mad about how in January they totally stiffed a lot of artists and did not pay them because they accused them of buying streams. Did some of them buy streams? Uh, Yeah, the majority of people bought streams. But let's not forget about these fake-ass playlist curators that that are taking money and they are applying fake streams to their playlists. And, yes, they do do that. And, yes, I have seen that with my own eyes. Okay? So it says... Um, the CEO of Triller, I don't want to fuck up his name. I'm going to just say Mahi, Mahi De Silva. It says, with a shared goal of showcasing established and emerging talent, this partnership puts artists first, just like Triller does. So if you're an artist and you're trying to make it, maybe TikTok may not be the wave. Maybe Triller is. So it says, in front of a global audience, uh, emerging artists will now have the opportunity to develop a Triller fan base that is empowered to create, share, and connect. All right, so again, you guys can check out this article on Music Business Worldwide, and I found it via LinkedIn, another slept-on app that y'all are not paying attention to. Okay, so again, pretty dope. All right. Now, the second part of this, too, again, this is the same thing. Uh, Triller is partnering to help emerging artists. So, again, if you are an artist and you are saying Instagram ain't it, Twitter ain't it, I am not growing, I am stagnant, this is what you have to look into. Could you possibly have an exclusivity with Triller and build your fan base that way? Absolutely. Does that mean that you are going to have to do double the work to brand it properly absolutely but that's if you are consistent and you are interested in that okay all right so next order of business um all right oh this is what some of y'all were really waiting for which was the nft hip-hop news But before we get into that, I'm going to get me a glass of water and we're going to get into this track right here called Trendsetter by Aquarius Jones. Really dope artist. A lot of these artists I came across, um, I because I have been out of the loop and people don't understand how difficult it is to consistently keep rebranding because your accounts keep getting taken down. But it's all good. I don't get mad. I just get better. I think better. It makes me come up with better content for my podcast so I may be able to assist you guys if this should ever happen. If anything, I feel like, like a mother hen, like I'm supposed to go through pain and shit in order for you guys to know that this business is effed up. People are jealous. People are angry. If your pages are getting taken down for impersonation, I had a marketing expert tell me, that it's because somebody wants your username like that that is some bullshit and i I literally don't get it like why can't you just dm a bitch and pay a bitch and maybe i may give you the shit you know what i'm saying but y'all want to play it in a different way and and you could do that i'm i'm not i'm not negating that okay so um so here we're gonna do uh we're gonna play this next song just to break it up you know for my audio listeners and we're going to be right back if you are a patreon member please give me a holler you got the new number okay and here we go
1: Your Majesty entertainment. I stay on my ship with my fists ready. All colours, all styles, i be dripping. You will notice me everywhere I be. I'm my own tricks, so fresh and clean. I'm the brown gold that you all want. I'm the diamond ring that you put on. Always the life of the party. Once I step out, God, I'm checking for me. Yeah, look, I'm a fly ass dude, yeah. I know you see it. It can be the off-brand or the Gucci feel. Can tell me what I got on, these super fresh. The vibes I be giving, like them retro clays breaking out. On my celeb shit, I wish somebody rich really would. Tell me that I need some name brand to feel good. Check me out, I don't need all that. If needed, I can flip my gear anytime, and that's all flat. And I can still make them stand like what he got on it. I can still make a girl come up with that calm. If you judge me cool, I don't give a shit. I walk and talk with the confidence, little bitch. If I ain't feeling it, I won't spend the time. Whatever catches my eyes, that's what I'm gonna buy. Me, I'm on that feel-good mode I'm trying to tell you I look real good in so, no. my, my clothes I I I'm I You would notice me everywhere I be I'm my are so fresh and clean I'm of that you all I'm the dummy ring that you put on I'm Always the life of the party Once I step out, I am for me All I hear is what you be rocking What you be copping what you What's your daily yeah. Where you be shopping
0: Everywhere. Over there. So, yes, that was Aquarius Jones with Transetta. You know, it's crazy when I heard this song, because I, I, I like, you know, when I listen to music, I, I always come across artists that sound like an artist that we are familiar with. And that totally sounds like like a Chris Brown track. Like that sounds like like that was meant for Chris Brown. But this artist did an equally good job. So, yes, Aquarius Jones with Transetta which is exclusively on my playlist that I have on minxradio.com. We just rebranded that shit too. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of rebranding, rebranding, rebranding. Okay. All right. So here we go. Um, We're going to get into the next portion of the podcast. Uh, Here we go. All right. So NFT hip hop news coming your way. All right. So, you guys know, I, I loved me some Triple X I loved him. I, I, I really, here we go again. Um, <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Triple X or Triple X. Um, his estate is about to drop some unreleased SoundCloud songs as NFTs. And I know we were talking about that at the top half, but we're going to dig into that in a little bit. Okay, so here we go. So it says Triple X Tentation. His estate will drop his unreleased SoundCloud tracks as NFTs. So it says the late rappers team is working with yellow heart to sell rare music and concert footage on May 10th. Uh, it's the 16th. I haven't heard shit, but anyway, so it says a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the triple X foundation charity. That's, that's very noble. And he would have wanted that. So it says not everything about this drop is cloaked in secrecy though, without revealing titles. Um, How do you pronounce that? Don't judge me. I'm terrible in pronouncing names. Um, And this is from the Rolling Stone magazine. So it says um, five songs are involved in this NFT drop. And they say, although they were all big on SoundCloud, we never had the opportunity to monetize them or bring them off the off the platform. Um, He says he says a bunch of super fans decided on the final five. Some of these songs aren't even on his SoundCloud page anymore. They are just remnants of them being reposted. These were all songs that helped build his career and led him to the explosion that he had. While the booming NFT market has seen some artworks featuring the late celebrities, Yellowheart says no musician's estate has ever released posthumous um, posthumous, uh, music as an NFT. They um, They jumped out at me as an important project. He had a mom who provided everything for him, food, money, shoes, clothing, a good school and a home, but he was deep in his art that he felt that he went out of his way to go live on the streets, get into fight clubs and do all the things that he thought made him legitimately real as an artist. That approach, he says, forced, forced a new level of fandom. So he labels him as a genius, which I really do think he, he was among us, very conscious, very dope, very genius. And you guys can actually check this out. Of course, they always have to throw in the domestic violence shit. Okay. You guys always do this to black artists and this is not right. And I said what the fuck I said. Okay. Not necessary, but y'all felt the need to add that. Okay. So the question is, what is an NFT? Okay, so I, I had to grab the Google definition because if I explain it, y'all gonna be like, what? So is it a digital asset? It's a digital asset. An NFT is a digital asset that represents real world objects like art, music, in-game items, and videos. They are bought and sold online frequently with cryptocurrency and are generally encoded with the same underlying software as many cryptos. Mostly Ethereum though. Let's not get that twisted, Okay. So in other words, that means bank, that means money, that means Mola, okay? And some of you guys have actually um, talked about it. You know, I told you guys that this was the wave on this podcast a long time ago. I said that people are going to lean more towards the digital way of doing things, so cryptocurrency was like the first wave. I came out with my song called Crypto Bag and people thought that I was crazy. Why would you do a song about cryptocurrency? Right? Well, I did. And now, what is it now? A wave. So perhaps it's either A, I'm a psychic, which we all know, or B, I just predict I, I just predicted or influenced the market, like I'm Elon Musk. I mean, I don't know. But when it comes to NFT music, this is the thing that people were asking me about. NFT music. There's a lot of questions about music being on the blockchain. Like, how do you know that the person is actually going to get paid for their release? And how do you know if someone is not listing an NFT of a song, of a song that they don't own? Um, how do we know these things? We we don't, we don't. But the good thing about a blockchain is that everything is public, everything. You can't buy or sell anything on a blockchain until it has been given a digital number. You're seeing the digital transaction and you're talking about wallet to wallet. And the same thing with music. We talked about Audius. We talked about how Audius was going to be one of the uh, successful Uh, streaming platforms as a blockchain which they have the audius coin so those of you guys that are interested into cryptocurrency please look into that do you think that crypto releasing your music as a crypto asset an nft is more beneficial than releasing it on spotify where all three major labels are getting your money let me know i'll wait okay Let's continue. So it says, where do you find music NFTs, right? The NFT craze and is it worth it? And here we go. This is in the Daily Coin. So it says, where to find music NFTs? Where do you find this shit? So this is going to explain it on a deeper level to those of you guys that are just getting into it. Um, As of right now, the top three exchanges is Coinbase. Kraken and Binance. Binance is not even available in New York, Texas, or Florida, so fuck Binance, sorry. Um, Coinbase is dope, okay? So here we go. So it says the decentralized nature of blockchain technology can disrupt existing patterns within any industry. Let's continue. Says, creative artists can now add black ch- blockchain. I blockchain. Hmm. Maybe I should uh, see if there's a domain for that. Uh-oh. So, so it says, um, creative artists can now add blockchain technology to their work, helping them increase their revenue and distribute ownership of their art, whether music or digital artwork, through non fungible tokens. The total NFT marketplace has valued at roughly two hundred and fifty million in twenty twenty. Showcasing a sharp increase that year, NFT hype took over much of the media space, bringing forth more opportunities for small and established artists to join the music industry's second digital reconstruction. While the music industry has already suffered significant changes in the past decades, the emergence of NFTs offers artists more control of their music and can solve existing power struggles between musicians and publishers. With the demand and appreciation of NFTs increasing within the music industry, so are marketplace offerings. A Canadian singer-songwriter, Grimes, recently sold $6 million worth of digital art as NFTs. While, I'm not going to try to pronounce this, three (laughs) L-A-U reached another milestone, auctioning NFTs for um, $11.6 million. That's a lot of Guaparino. So we're going to come down here because I don't I don't like hearing out motherfuckers is selling NFTs and I'm still struggling um, NFT disruption in the music industry. This is a really interesting paragraph. So it says the digital landscape is constantly evolving and musicians and artists alike must adhere to emerging norms. Spotify and SoundCloud created new avenues for artists to monetize their music and increase exposure as digitalization became more prominent. NFTs offer a similar solution through blockchain technology allowing musicians to engage fans in creative ways and generate more revenue. Musicoin was one of the first projects to cater to the music industry, providing a free platform where artists could be rewarded directly by their fans. However, the paradigm shift in 2020 with NFTs offering new opportunities for monetization by marketing each record's unicity. I, I, I should give myself a fucking round of applause for that because I pronounced it perfectly. So it says new platforms such as Rarible, Nifty Gateway and OpenSea. They have monopolized the marketplace, creating hysteria for NFTs. These platforms provide a wider offering of NFTs, diversifying into multiple forms of art and beyond. If you consider farts to be music, you'll be pleased to hear OpenSea has a selection of fart sounds for eighty-five bucks. I can just go over to Chipotle and hang out in the bathroom for all that shit. No pun intended. But yes, this is a really good article, those of you who are interested. And again, once these, this episode is done, I always upload my slides so you guys can take a look at it and see it for yourself, okay? So that's what's dope about NFTs today, okay? So let's go to the next slide, y'all. Next slide, please. Ha! <laughs> my favorite My favorite. So it says Jay-Z is selling title. Opportunist much? Hmm. Now I'm a little bit upset about this and I'm gonna tell you guys why. After this article. I'm gonna tell you guys why I'm upset about this. And it has nothing to do with me, because I don't give a flying shit, but it has a lot to do with uh just black people as a unit. Okay? So here we go. This is off of TMZ, even though I hate this fucking site. But anyway, so it's his title. The sale closes $302 million to Jack Dorsey Square. Now, this article was on the 3rd of March, uh, uh, May. I'm sorry, 3rd of May. I'm very late, but, uh, you know, some people. New information is new information, y'all. Okay, so it says, Jay-Z's six-year flip of title streaming service is complete. He just closed a deal to sell the majority of the company to Square for $350 million, a pretty good return on his initial investment. Square, the financial services company owned by Jay's pal Jack Dorsey, is now firmly in the music streaming business. Oh, firmly in the music streaming business. Jack had announced back in March that he planned to take title off of Jay-Z's hands, but sources familiar tell uh, tell TMZ that they just closed the deal on that Friday morning. Now remember, Jay-Z launched Tidal back in 2015 for $56 million in a partnership with several artists including Beyoncé, Rihanna, Kanye West, Madonna, Alicia Keys, Calvin Harris, and Chris Martin. For its $350 million, Square gets 80% ownership of of Tidal along with licensing deals with the major record labels and all the artists and owners remain with the company too. We're told that Jay and Rock Nation CEO Desiree Perez, who helped broker the deal, will both remain on the board to help run Tidal. Now again, you guys can ke- check this out on TMZ.com. Now here is my issue with this. Okay. Now I know a lot of people are going to say, Minx, don't do it. Don't do it. But I have to do it. I'm sorry, guys. I have to do it. I got to get this off of my chest. Because there's nothing that pisses me off more than a fucking opportunist. Okay. Black people own things and then we sell it. I just don't understand. Like, like I know people looking at this like, oh, well, you know, he, he's still on the board. But you don't own it. You gave away a portion of your business. And the problem that I have with this is people are forgetting about the big lawsuit that was going on against Tidal of accusing Kanye West, Beyonce, and Jay-Z of inflating numbers on the platform. If you want me to find it, I, I could show you a Tidal lawsuit. Right? Here we go. Let, let's take a look at this. Where is it? Here we go. Because we're we going to talk about this. Because y'all, y'all are not going to just run away holding the bag. And you have all these artists that are not getting paid like high amounts because of fraudulently inflating streams. But if we were to do that shit. Oh, wait a minute. We were getting kicked off of Spotify. Spotify for paying for streams excuse me paying for playlist placement where play, playlist curators were buying streams let me say that again because i fucked that up and that was a tongue, tongue tongue twister artists had their music taken down in january after paying for playlist curators to place them on playlists and these curators were purchasing streams to inflate their playlist they were opportunists, and they totally did not give a flying shit about if that would mess up your bag. But their bag is secured, right? Okay, so let's let's get back to this, because this, this is something that needs to be spoken on. Okay, where is it? Oh, here we go. So it says, y'all gonna let me read this right please tell me you're gonna let me read this title hit with lawsuit over royalty payments yo i swear to god like these companies like they will show you i didn't know about this prince's estate sues jay-z's title and streaming fight oh this was in 2016 okay i'm about to say you ain't c- so many people have been coming after prince's shit lately and I- i'm really not I'm, I'm not really feeling that um okay so this is the one right here with complex okay so it says jay-z and title are reportedly facing a lawsuit over failing to pay artists their royalties okay this was back in 2016 okay So title just is they issued a statement to complex about the lawsuit and they say that they are up to date on all their royalties. No, they're not. Okay. Now, I'm trying to find a more recent article because I know we spoke about this. Okay, here we go. This is the one. This was out in 2020, June 11th. Norwegian court approves data fraud investigation of title. So it says, an ongoing data fraud investigation of Tidal, the streaming platform, primarily owned by Jay-Z, has been approved by the Norwegian Supreme Court of Appeals Committee, according to the Norwegian Financial Trade. So I'm not going to attempt that. So it says, in its initial investigation, the Scandinavian newspaper said that it, it obtained access to the company's hard drive and discovered that listening stats for Beyonce's Lemonade and Kanye West's Life of Pablo, which Tidal had exclusively streaming rights for a number of years or months respectfully were inflated it, it says it right here y'all this this little paragraph right here that i'm highlighting so it says because the platform calculates royalties for all songs based all songs based on play count counts it is a crucial issue that can also affect royalties paid to other artists so they did not give a flying fuck about you me the dude down the street, the dude that got the PPP loan in Co-op City, New York. I mean, they didn't care. So this is why Jay-Z doesn't give a fuck. He does not care. He's like, well, I don't give a fuck. I invested my money. I want to get my, um, my, I'll be on the chair. I'll be on the board and shit. Just keep my name on the board and, you know, we, we good, we good. They're trying to escape this lawsuit. Like, he's smart, but <laughs> it's still wrong it's still wrong so hold on oh word um TK says one of his buddies used to record prints wow I I would die I really would but as you guys can see like Jay-Z don't give a fuck everything is a money grab to this man he don't care about nothing but his money he is a slave to the dollar you see what I'm saying so all the time you got black people saying oh my god I aspire to be like Jay-Z what you invest into something that could be for our people, which Tidal could have been for a, a, a black streaming company, but instead you sold it to the dude that's at Twitter. And you just want to keep your name on, on the, the roster. You weren't doing anything for us, Mr. Z. You were not doing anything for us independent artists. If anything, you took money out of our, our bag, uh, out of our streaming. And this is why nobody fucking promotes Tidal. What person have you met that comes out their face? And they say, hey, uh, where where can I find your music? Title. Nobody. They're gonna say SoundCloud. They're going to say Spotify. You're not going to hear title. You'll hear eh, maybe sometimes YouTube. That's another high-ranking one. But title, who the fuck listens to title? Who the fuck is paying for title? A lot of people invested into a monthly investment for title because it was black-owned. Guess what, people? It's not black-owned no more. It's not jay-z just has a plaque and i'm not talking about on his teeth okay so i'm a little bit perplexed and perturbed by that because it just feels like you don't care jay-z like he just does not care he cares about his pockets his bag his money all right not right okay let's talk uh, clubhouse clubhouse which i still have invites by the way um, I'm giving away I think I have seven invites so if you guys want to get onto clubhouse and you're tired of waiting for people to invite you just shoot me a dm on any of my socials and I'll, I'll get you in I mean I'm not in there like that but I'll get you in okay so it says clubhouse is coming to an android near you android users can join the conversation clubhouse expands beyond apple users in the u.s and this is our Tuck tech news for usa today all right, so it says Android users in the United States can join the invite-only Clubhouse more than a year after the social audio app debuted. At its weekly town hall meeting on Sunday, Clubhouse founders Paul Davison and Seth, uh, Rohan Seth are likely to announce that the popular app will be available for American Android users in beta mode. With Android, we believe that Clubhouse will fear more complete. We are so grateful to all the Android users out there for their patience. Davis and Seth said in a company blog post, whether you are a creator, a club organizer, or someone who just wants to explore, we are excited to welcome you to the community. Clubhouse's Android arrival comes after more than 10 million downloads on Apple's operating system. This is, but yet, once again, these copycat fucks. Mr. Mark Fuckerberg, that's what I call him because he is a fucker, and I don't like him, and I'll keep saying it and I'll keep saying it until you refund me back my motherfucking money that I spent on my my socials for Instagram and w- w- then you give me my money, we good, you know what I'm saying? And I won't keep calling you that, sir. I will not keep calling you that. But let's continue. So Facebook said, "What the fuck did I do now? That's what they always say anyway. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just having a moment. Okay, so it says Facebook said last month it will still run out a series of audio features, including live audio rooms that allow users to listen and participate in live conversations similar to Clubhouse and SoundBites in which users can create and share short audio clips. Last week, Twitter announced this audio chat product called Spaces for users who have more than 600 followers. I had 4,000. Plus, but anyway, the anticipated competition for Clubhouse appears after the social audio phenomenon exploded through the pandemic as people looked for ways to socialize with each other besides video chats and conference calls. At Clubhouse, members feel like they are either eavesdropping in on conversations or exchanging ideas with power players for celebrities for free. Chats can go on for hours in a world mostly frustrated and weary with being socially isolated and worn out from attending video conference meetings all day speak for yourself clubhouse has grown expo- uh, <laughs> my teeth are too big for this one exponentially since last fall with such notables as Elon Musk Oprah Winfrey and even CEO Mark Zuckerberg oh, excuse me Zuckerberg <laughs> i refuse to say your name on my plot my, my, my fucking podcast cuz this is my <laughs> shit i own this so it says the company admitted in its blog sunday a load stressed our systems, causing widespread server outages and notification failures and surpassing the limits of our early discovery algorithms. Davison and Seth have repeatedly said the company has to focus on hiring help to fix its issues instead of adding features. It was an important time of investment, which we think it would help us serve the community much better in the long run, the founder said in a blog post. Once again, you guys can read this on USA Today, or you can wait for the slides to be posted and you can click on it yourself here's my thoughts um first of all okay facebook needs like and this is on every app facebook mark zuckerberg jack dorsey twitter you know these are the owners right you guys already have amazing platforms you have dope platforms and you have users that are using these dope platforms. Instead of worrying about real issues on your app, you decide, I want to be like my competitor, Clubhouse, right? Now, first and foremost, there is really nothing special about Clubhouse. It's just a bunch of do-gooders, pick-me's, and all types of ego stroking going on. And I'm a person I don't like that ego-stroking shit. I keep it real. If I am talking to you as a human being, we are both human beings having a conversation. But when you have individuals that are on these apps that sit there and put people down or try to mansplain women, and then you have women that are just very nasty and fucked up to one another, it's just not a good look. And it just irritates me when you have an app like Instagram that is mass deleting thousands of users who have done no wrong, who is obviously operating on autopilot because there's no reason why a person can quote a movie and get their whole fucking shit taken down, which I've read on Reddit. It's just, it's just not realistic. Why are you trying to compete with a company that is new, that is fresh, that isn't bothering anybody? Why? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why the fuck do we have to upload the status and then we now we got to talk to people? Why, why, why would we want that? Why, why would we want that? As far as I'm concerned, the only app that has never let me down is Pinterest and Snapchat. Pinterest and Snapchat. Fair algorithm. You're connected to your friends. You have your direct messages. They disappear. You know, it, it's just map-based. But everybody wants to be like one another. And this, is, this takes away the exclusivity of shit. And we're going to get into why I am pushing heavy into exclusivity. What is exclusivity, right? You're exclusive. You're exclusive. Okay, okay. So let's take a look at these bullet points that I did since, you know, a a bitch is very organized these days. Um, Okay, so what are the benefits of exclusivity, right? Here we go again with the shit. Okay. I said, why are we spread across so many apps? Why do you need to have YouTube? Why do you need to have Facebook? Why do you need to have Twitter? Why do you need to have Twitch? Why do you need to have. and the list goes on and on and on and on, right? And it's bad enough you have people like myself. You know, when I was Minx Couture, I had Minx Couture at, you know, on Instagram. I had Female Producer on Twitter, you know, and it's just so many different usernames for so many different things. And, you know, you want to try to have a username that is not used on all social media. So you can just say, follow me. I'm Little Trash Can 321. Um, and that's the same shit on every platform. If you can set it up that way, that's great because then people don't have to go crazy looking, right? So here we go. What are the pros of exclusivity? It's easy to remember, which would be, like I said, your username. Loyalty from your followers, right? If you were on one platform, which is very unfucking realistic these days, but if you're only on one platform, um preferably, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you two examples. So you have loyalty from those people. So if you know when you post, you automatically going to get your followers that's going to engage with your posts, right? It's easier to brand. Yes. I'm only on exclusively on Twitch, y'all. Y'all ain't going to see me nowhere. Nowhere but Twitch. I am a live streamer. And if you want to get into the nitty gritty of my personal life, then follow me on Snapchat. And that's it. That's it. Or... You can say I'm exclusive only on Twitch or I'm exclusive only on Facebook or I'm exclusive only on Instagram and I have a Patreon or an OnlyFans. And if you want to get exclusive shit like personal things from me, a peek into my life, then you, you get paid subscribers from that, right? So that's when we get into it, it's easier to brand, it's easier to connect with followers, and it's easier to monetize. abso fucking Okay. It's easier, less work, less of a headache. But let's get into the cons, shall we? So the cons are. If you are exclusive on a social media site and you get your page taken down, that is your entire social media. That is your entire life. Everybody is gone. Second thing. Another con. It says some of your followers may want to navigate on other apps. They want they may want you to navigate to other apps because they are omitting your platform on social media from their daily usage. So this has happened to me a lot of times. I've had people tell me, can you make an account on, on this app because I'm not gonna be on this anymore? Right? What do you do? What do you do like i just saw the other day that i blocked Nicki minaj just joined um tiktok right i blocked her i'm sorry i don't fuck with people that are married to registered sex offenders that has nothing to do with me thinking that oh you know your your music is trash or my music is better than yours or this is a female rapper beef i just don't fuck with people that fuck with sex offenders that's that's just me I, i'm a mom i i have a right to choose I don't give a fuck if it would. I just don't care. And Nikki fans are very weird for enjoying that. And y'all can hate me. That's fine. But my question, I would question your mental health. Why would you stand someone that is literally married to a registered sex offender? Would you be cool with a registered sex offender sitting right next to your home or sharing a meal with your family? Would you be cool with that? I don't think you would. So stop the bullshit. Let's just keep it real. You got to start holding these celebrities accountable for how they live their lives because they influence a lot of the shit that they do. And you can't sit there and say, well, a child should know the difference. No, we will tell our children the best that, you know, raise them as best as they can. But if they are standing your ass, what can we say? What can we say? Celebrities have a major influence on the vulnerable. So hate me, call me a hater. I don't give a fuck. Barbs and all of y'all, y'all like someone that is married to a registered sex offender. And that's just the way I'm gonna leave it, okay? Cool, we, 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 we on the same page? I hope so, okay? So here we go. Now, recently, because my social media got taken down, I had to become exclusive in another way, right? Because we all know I got my Patreon, Right. Shout out to my Patreon members. We made a lot of changes recently. Um, I took away my $10 a month investment for now, because once we start getting into the realm of people asking me about explaining NFTs and blockchains and shit, then we're going to bring back that $10 shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to have an exclusive live stream for that and have exclusive conversations about that because you can't explain this shit to everybody and i like to take my time and explaining things okay so we got Mix mafia tier one that's one dollar a month that just shows general support you rock with me you like what i do and because i had to pay back the tax man um because of 2020s uh taxes i had to owe that would be very helpful if you guys could subscribe i promise you guys i'm gonna keep up with it Um, I do have OnlyFans, but again, that's just for me, not necessarily the podcast. And you ain't seeing no itty-bitty-titty committees up in this biatch. It's just me posting things and talking to my new followers, okay? Minx Mafia Tier 2 is $5 a month, which means that I want to listen to you. I want to hear your music. I want to make articles on your behalf. I want to be able to lend you my ear if you have issues or questions about your moves as an artist um also of course playlist placement and if i you know now that i have a lot of followers on tiktok and people have been engaging with my content i want to use your music on my platform and help you help people see so we are now on tiktok i'm going to show you how many followers i have and it it, kind of does matter um give me a minute it kind of does matter. Um, I don't like to, you know, did I do it? Did I do it? No, I didn't. I, I we'll come back to that. Okay, so now, instead of trying to find me all over social media, this number that you see on the screen, which is 914-219-6314, if you text this number, you will be added to my community. Okay, so this is from Community App. I know you guys remember there was a surge of celebrities telling y'all to text them. You know, text me, text me, uh, shoot me a text. Let's build. Let's talk, fam. This, this is what this is. So I am paying a monthly investment for this. So I would rather, I prefer y'all to text this number. I prefer that. It'll allow me to reach you guys quickly when there's podcasts, if there is um, a live mix show, um, if I need your, you know, I just need you guys. You know what I'm saying? You guys can text me, and I don't go crazy with the spam and shit. You ain't gonna get no hey new song today. Hey new song. I say what up. We talk. You know, just add it nine one four two one nine six three one four. I'm looking forward to speaking to each and every one of you, and. Again, like I said, we're going to give this a shot, you know. We're going to give this a shot. I want to see exactly what we can do with this. But until then, if you are interested, you can follow me on all my socials at Bruja Bars. That's B-R-U-J-A-B-A-R-Z. I want to quickly explain what the fuck this username is and why I chose it, okay. I chose Bruja Bars because I am coming out of the broom closet, y'all. Um, a lot of people kind of knew for years, they, they kind of knew, okay, Minx is very clairvoyant. I've, I've been called psychic at times and I, a lot of songs that I have written and, and put out there have come true. Um, they were mostly prophecies. My music is prophetic music. I tell it like it is. Some of y'all may not be into that, but Bruja, um, in different language means which I've been called a bruja a lot. And bars is obviously the fact that I rap. So bruja bars is what I go by. I will not be using minx couture until I'm able to get to the bottom of why my accounts keep getting taken down. Okay, so that's that. That is the reason for bruja bars. That don't mean I'm going to cast spells on you it does not work that way stop watching Disney I I I beg you just please please okay and what's next oh this was actually the last lie that's that's pretty cool so again this is the mink show podcast I I definitely do appreciate everybody and we're gonna get back to basics you know I I want you guys to um send me music um preferably music videos i I need music videos we're going to be booking for interviews again i'm i'm very excited about the interview part because i miss talking to you guys um and um i i just want to build this up again you know i feel like i'm starting new uh you know with one viewer but that's cool that's cool everybody has to start somewhere and i appreciate you guys for tuning in and I appreciate you guys for always being supportive, even though my accounts keep getting taken down. And I thank you guys for continuously coming back. And I hope you guys like my little avatar. I made this avatar. I make avatars. So if you were interested in an avatar for yourself, um, I don't have a price yet. <laughs> I don't have a price yet, but everything I do is for virtual reality now we're going to vr and i want to be able to showcase a podcast in vr and if you have oculus let's make this a party okay thank you guys again for tuning in to the mink show podcast i have one more final song for the evening and just make sure you guys don't um what is it did i play this one okay yes just make sure you guys just stay positive, stay active, stay aware of what's going on in the world. Don't let sheep lead you in the wrong direction. Don't let these people that are posting horrible, horrific things bring your spirit down. Fear is that one of the lowest vibrations and frequencies on this planet, and people prey on that. People harvest that energy, and you just have to be careful with how you absorb information. Because it can fuck with your subconscious. And that's the Bruha me talking. As you can see, I have said nothing. That is not true. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. We got Blue Check by Mark Maid. And again, I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for Mink Show
2: Podcast. like my code is some yet. searching through the internet of things my only combo is my silhouette With thank you for I'm tuning old, in I'm still feeling thank dead. you tk yeah, i stand as the slightest effort i get impressed trying to decipher words in these hidden scripts every time i slip like damn i can't catch a grip damn i can't catch a grip yeah it's never too late my sky blue it seemed clear but that's never the case a dream deferred sacrifices of a king i can't keep dreaming twice as hard ain't twice the speed how to move smarter can't be late to my own party why when something's new something old's brought up playing keep away from all the old gossip look where they got me some extra leverage some copies without credit my paintbrush seems cosmetic. I promise it's not. I made different. They three minute. My ramen stove top, picante hot. Blow me off and watch later they'll be sipping my broth. I keep a pack, two rolls up in the cabin, B and B cabin. I'm snuggled with a baddie. <laughs> I'm getting off track. Just had to make it clear there's nothing I lack. It's like my coldest summer yet. Searching through the internet of things, my only compo is my silhouette. With everything, I'm old, I'm still feeling dead. Never had high standards, the slightest effort, I get impressed uh, uh, Trying to decipher words in these hidden scripts uh, uh, uh. Every time I slip, like damn, can't catch a grip Damn, can't catch a grip Huh. Open season, I'm firing all angles. No trespassing, I feel dangerous. I can't no peace until the flag's waving. No beer, is no weas. Instinct got me misbehaving. I'm here for the behavior. Blue check 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 behavior.